Also, welcome back to another episode of It Is What It Is podcast. I am your host, Cody Kelly. Look, connect with me on all streaming platforms and make sure you subscribe at the link below. Look, if you want to keep seeing amazing content, you want me to keep doing this, reports are expensive and so is the Wi-Fi. I need to subscribe at the link below. But I'm super excited about this. I'm super excited about this episode. Uh, This is the holidays couple edition. We have our other couple joining us, the right Reverend Daryl. And Anisha Hamilton, and I have the right Reverend DeMond and Shay Doris out of Juliet, Illinois. How's everybody doing? Great. Good, good. Let's get into it. Look, this holiday is going to be different, right? With COVID, it's not going to be the typical holiday. Um, Travel plans have been severely impacted. I don't even know if we're going to be allowed to actually physically travel outside the state, depending on uh, the state travel uh, ban restrictions. So what adjustments have you guys made because of this uh, pandemic? We'll start with uh, Damana Shea and then Daryl and Anisha. Uh, I, I know the Thanksgiving for me is a little stressful, with, especially with my job, with me being a firefighter, being a first responder. Uh, my concern is exposing my family and extended family to the virus. Um, I've been exposed twice. I, I got tested twice and it was negative, but um, I guess my fear is exposing everyone. So I'm, I'm even up in the air right now if I'm even going to leave my house for Thanksgiving or, or Christmas and possibly not even spend it with the family, which I've never done before. So um, that's that's been my main concern is just not getting, because I have some elderly family members, my in-laws are elderly and some other people. I, I don't want to get anybody sick. So that's kind of been my main concern. So I, I don't, I'm still up near about what I'm going to do this year. Yes, we're like on the fence with uh, my extended family as to how we're going to celebrate because my parents are in their 80s, but we take turns every week going over there to help take care of them. So we're already kind of around each other, but because of Demond's job and other factors, we're still on the fence. We're leaning towards maybe doing it, but then we don't want to put them at risk just for the sake of a meal in a typical holiday. So it's kind of uh, stressful to say the least. No, I totally understand. I'm thinking about how that translates, um, you know, for my grandmother who's in her 90s, right? Can we actually uh, expose her, like to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, can we go around and everything? And then, um, you know, and it's, it's created a, a certain level of difficulty because we really don't know. Um, I don't know if I'm ready for a Zoom Thanksgiving. I really don't want to personally, Thanksgiving. Uh, but if, if that's the needed response, obviously we will adjust. Daryl and Anisha, these, co- these two have just been recently married. So, congratulations. yeah, congratulations, right? I, you know, Daryl, I told you your anointing is growing, and I've been thanking God for you. So, first holiday off the bat, first holiday, you have this major adjustment. You know, my first Thanksgiving, the biggest thing was that we're going to spend it with my family, or your family, and then you get older, you realize, you know, we're one family. Like I said, we're going to spend it with your family, my family. So, that was the biggest adjustment, right? So, but for you guys, your first holiday off the bat is actually in, in a very uh, different circumstance, right? You're dealing with the pandemic and, you know, you might not be able to spend it with either side. So how is, how have you guys uh, uh, navigated that? Well, the first challenge we had with this COVID um, virus is that we had to rearrange our wedding plans 
And you know, for girls that are, you know, girly girls, their wedding is what they dream of their whole life. And so it kind of put a damper on everything that she, not everything, but some of the things that she wanted. Um, we were supposed to be married June 13th, which we did, uh, but we had to postpone our wedding till October 3rd. And so that that's how our, our marriage kind of started in COVID. As far as the holidays, um, we've been sitting around saying, well, where are we going to go? Are we going to go to St. Louis? Are we going to go to Mississippi? Because that's where she's from. And then when we thought about it on a broader spectrum, we thought it actually may be better to just stay home. Um, just so we don't put ourselves at risk and put others at risk. She has been exposed uh, to the virus as well. She tested negative, but she had been exposed to it and um, twice. twice and she tested negative. And so um, we just don't want to put anybody's life in danger, especially ours. You know, right. I, I want to get a good year, at least out of, out of this marriage. <laughs> um, but it, it's been kind of rough, you know, as far as trying to make those decisions because you don't want to make the wrong decision based upon, you, you know, what we consider faith, you know. Well, right. I'm going to have faith and I'm going to, you know, make sure it is, you know, I, I exercise the faith. However, you still have to use wisdom. And so Absolutely. we're trying our best to just exercise that wisdom with faith. Awesome. For awesome. me, for me, it's it's been very hard um, because I'm a family oriented person. I'm used to being around my family um, all the time. And as he mentioned, I actually work, work for youth villages. And so we have over 100 kids there. And we just recently had our first outbreak as to um, we had been keeping COVID out of the building. Nobody had it. And so some staff members fell with it. And then we had our first round of our kids actually um, some of our kids testing positive and how that works is if they get it, and we had always said in our meetings, if the kids were to ever get it, it has to have been from us because it's a residential facility and so they never leave. And so we had kids testing positive left and right. Um, like he mentioned, I did, um, I was exposed twice to two different children and I did test negative. And so that was a kind of, uh, kind of a scare for me. Um, and so this year we had actually planned on, like you had mentioned, we were going to go to St. Louis for Thanksgiving and actually um, have our parents host our parents here um, at our place. And so, like he said, you know, we had to deal with it as far as um, COVID happening with the wedding and things like that. Now, here we are, our first holiday as a married couple. Um, and we wanted to host. And so now it's kind of like you all said, it's kind of stressful um, and things like that. So we're just kind of maneuver. But our main goal is to making sure that we stay safe and our loved ones are safe. Awesome. Well said. Wow. Awesome wisdom. I want to start here. Let's say everything was normal, right? Let's say we were dealing with regular holiday shenanigans. Um, you know, we weren't worried about, you know, this viral threat, Right. Mm-hmm. Demond, I'm going to start with you because you guys have been married longer and I don't want to get Daryl in trouble. He's only been married for a year. <laughs> oh, God, would you rather be around all Thanksgiving? The door side or the wall side? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I, I think just you're always going to lean towards your own side just because that's right. what I grew up with. You know, I've, I've got two brothers and a sister. My, both my parents are still here. So I got nieces and nephews. It's just 
you're always going to lean towards that side. But I will say I enjoy my in-law side as much as I enjoy my side, um, especially as I got older. Um, and the kids are older. I, could, I didn't like the holidays at all when we were first married with the kids. The kids were young because you had to go both sides. Everybody went to the grandkids. Everybody was offended. If you didn't get to one side, if you stayed at one side three hours, say the other one two hours, somebody was offended. You know, everything had to be, you know, equal as equal, you know, and that got stressful. So now that the girls are, are older and we decided, look, we just going to, I like, uh, we usually go to my in-laws now. The past three Thanksgiving, we go to my in-laws house. And I told my family, look, this is what it is. Like, I can't do this family size anymore. Um, I love everybody. I hope everybody understands that by now. It's been 17 years. If y'all don't know I love you by now, <laughs> life's tough, man. I can't, I can't do this driving back and forth anymore. It gets old, you know, so. But I mean, I think everybody's going to always lean towards their own side, just because just blood and just familiarity. But I do enjoy both sides. That's a good answer because uh, this side, obviously, there's no negotiation, especially as long as as long as the matriarchs are still alive. There's no negotiation right, yeah, yeah. on this side. Hey, who is side would you rather be with, the Perrys or the Doors? <laughs> well, like you said. Um, you know, you lean towards your side. I mean, it's just what you grew up with. You have your traditions and all this other stuff. I love my in-laws. I love spending time with them. You create your own thing with them and your mm-hmm. own traditions. Um, but it's for me, it's it's like going back home, you know, going with uh, going to my family's house. And we've even tried to figure out a way because it was so stressful with little kids. Yeah. And neither side understood. No. And they expected me to cook. So I had to get two little kids together who are 16 months apart, bring a dish to both homes. And, you know, then they still get offended when you have to leave the other one to go to the other house. So we created our own traditions to try to make, like, especially with Christmas, because my family got Christmas Eve, his family got Christmas. And then our family, we celebrate the day after Christmas. Just just me, Shay, and the girls. Yeah. We made our own holiday. We call it the day after Christmas. And it's our own holiday. Just the four of us. Yeah, but it's my and it's my favorite day. I like it better than Christmas Day and Christmas Eve. Yeah, it's my be, favorite day. Yeah, it's crazy though, trying to appease both sides. But I do enjoy uh I enjoy both, but I'm partial towards my and, side. And it's a blessing to have two big families. So I mean it's just you know, yeah, it has its cons, but it is a blessing to have two big families. We can count. No, that's true. Uh, I have one side that lives in Chicago, right? And that's that Perry side. And then I have my wife's family that lives all the way in Decatur, Illinois. And, you know, that's a three-hour gap. I can't cover it in a day, right? Like, there's just a lot, and I have to pick and choose. You know, I've been lucky to kind of negotiate and always somehow choose my side. But, you know, over the last couple of years, I realized that wasn't the wisest thing. So now I'm spending more and more time uh, down in Decatur. But Decatur's cool. You know, it's, it's definitely a difference, but it's cool. You know, Daryl and Nisha, so – First holiday off the bat, right? If things were normal and, you know, you didn't have to deal with this viral threat, uh, threat which side would you be spending Thanksgiving with? Probably my side, um, just because Christmas is a little more special for her. And um, she she's just, she's just my darling wife. <laughs> and um, Christmas is a lot more special to her. I mean, it's special to me as well, but I, I guess just her being able to be with her family, her parents and open it. She grew up as an only child. So getting to be with her mom and dad and opening presents and all that good stuff is, is sentimental to her. And 
Um, I think I like to spend Thanksgiving with my family just out of tradition. Um, my mother passed away like the day before Thanksgiving. So it was always Thanksgiving was a time for me to just kind of niche with my side of the family. So it would probably be with my family for Thanksgiving and then her people with uh, Christmas. <laughs> Um, I would say my family, just how he explained it. And again, I say I'm very family oriented and I just feel like my family is nuts. Like it's just all laughs and who knows it too. But I think it also balances because for me, Thanksgiving is kind of scarce. Um, we will probably like go over my grandmother's, but more people show up around Christmas for my side and it's less during Thanksgiving. And so I kind of like the fact that it works out. So, well, this would be the first time that I was going to go with him for Thanksgiving. Um, but for Christmas, I kind of like bringing him over to my side because it kind of not saying that I want to get his mind off of his mom's death, but it kind of puts him in a happy place to be around my family. Um, versus him being around his family and thinking about his mom and being down in the dumps. And so I like bringing him over to my side and making sure he's doing plenty of laughs and not, you know, dwelling on being sad and things like that. So it kind of works out. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Look, let's take it up uh, a notch. Let's start with you. I don't know, Daryl. Let's start with you, Daryl. So, um, you know, you've been now, you know, married for some months now. You uh, have tasted your other, your in-laws cooking. Right. And, you know, you have a good understanding of who can and who cannot cook. Right. So, Daryl, let's start with you. Who on Anisha's side needs to stop or needs more prayer when it comes to the kitchen? And I'm not just saying (laughs) I'm not just saying this to get brownie points, but both of her parents are really good cooks. Okay. And so it's it's kind of hard. I think if like the whole family got together, it would probably be her aunt Darlene. Cause mm-hmm. I don't I'm she's not really a cook, so I wouldn't trust her with a holiday meal of that magnitude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe hot dogs, hamburgers, hamburger help or something like that. But um probably her aunt. But that that's a that's a, her parents are pretty much good cooks. And they said, who on Daryl's side can't cook? Oh, really? <laughs> um, to be honest, probably his Aunt Gloria. Um, yeah, it's just a no That's for true. me. It's just, yeah, just probably her. And I just leave it there. But again, his parents can um Cooking, I will side with him. My side of the family can cook. Our aunt, well, my aunt actually catered mm-hmm. our wedding, and so I'm not trying to brag or anything like that. But they can cook. But yeah, his side of the family can cook. Um, yeah, really, can cook. yes. Oh Lord, yes, he can cook. Um, but yeah, I would have to have to say his aunt Gloria. His aunt Gloria, I love mm-hmm. it. Jay, <laughs> on the Doris side. Can't cook. This is your time to tell the truth. Who, when you see that potato salad <laughs> well, that macaroni, you'll be like, this is trash. Like, <laughs> um, Okay, so let's see. We all have our specialty dishes, okay? Yeah. So I'm going to say this. Um, I love my father-in-law dearly. 
And for years, like, no, he can cook some things. Don't get me wrong. But his dressing was great. And then all of a sudden, it wasn't good anymore. And I'm like, what's wrong with his dressing? Come to find out, his mother, it started getting bad after his mother passed. He started, he was using his mom's dressing. And um, was he passing it off as if he She made walked it? him through it. Oh, she walked him through it. Yeah. Now it tastes like, what, stove top? Yeah. This, uh, yeah. So I would say um, that's the only thing, like, with dressing with my father-in-law. Um, but <laughs> meat, hands down, you can't. Rib steak, you can't beat him cooking that. But um, oh, who else? Who else? Is one one? Um, you know, I love my mother-in-law. Wow. <laughs> but I, I do she, too. Yeah, she tried to make some macaroni and cheese one time. Mm mm. Mm mm. No. Now you you know you can't you can't just play around with macaroni and cheese. But other than that, but other, she makes other good dishes. But those like macaroni and cheese, that's a staple, you know, for black households. That's a staple right, for right. so like that. But other than that, I, I think everyone else. So first of all, can't make macaroni and cheese. <laughs> Don't tell her. Don't tell anybody. She makes other things good, but she makes other not macaroni and cheese. Awesome. I love, I love it. Devon, who on the Perry side can't cook? And that's a lot. You got to be careful because there's a lot. I, I know. I know. I realize who the host is and my, my wife is. Um, uh, I, I mean this with all due respect. All due respect because this person is no longer here. Okay. Um, and I love her to death. She was one of my favorites. But Aunt Lita couldn't cook. Yeah, she, yeah, <laughs> she couldn't cook. She couldn't cook. I'm sorry. No, I Aunt agree. Aunt Lita was probably like out of all the sisters. I mean, I yeah, love her. God knows she's sweet soul, but she yeah, was one of the worst. She couldn't cook. I've had a few dishes of hers. I'm like, nah, nah, <laughs> nah. But I love her to death. Love her. Love her to death. But Aunt Lita couldn't cook. Nah, that's okay. She couldn't cook. I'm actually the worst one on this side of the family as far as cooking. That's why they don't allow, they don't allow me to get anywhere near the kitchen. They just send me to the store to buy the ingredients. So uh, we found that out last year in our in our bake off. Um, but it's okay. I, I still believe I won the cookie contest despite okay. how it tasted. So look, favorite holiday movies. My favorite holiday movie is Home Alone Two. I can pretty much list my five. Right, Home Alone Two, Home Alone One. And Jingle All the Way are my three go-tos that I watch every time during this season. I'm actually going to start binge-watching my Christmas movies come this weekend because I plan on doing some traveling. So I want to talk about those favorite holiday films. Demond, what is your favorite holiday films? I just saw Christmas comment. What is your favorite holiday film? Well, I got two. I got yeah. two. My, my, uh, the first Home Alone, I love that movie. I can watch that almost any time. Uh, and then uh, the one with uh, not white, but the one with the other guy that the spirit takes him around and shows him what his life would have. Oh, wonderful! It's a wonderful, it's a wonderful life. life. It's a wonderful life. Those are probably my top two. Jay, what's yours? Um, mine is uh, Holiday Inn. Um, it's like it was the original White oh, Christmas, oh. and um, the other would be. Yeah, the family song. I love the family song with uh, with uh, Diane Keaton. So, 
Okay. Okay. Some throwbacks. Makes sense. Oh. Daryl, favorite holiday movie? I would have to say Home Alone 1. I like Home Alone 2, but Home Alone 1 and um, The Preacher's Wife. Good one. For some reason, I always enjoyed that movie around Christmas time. Come on. What is it? Who would imagine the king? That's the soundtrack. Right. Yeah. On that. Whitney snapped on that. And these your favorite <laughs> holiday movie? For me, my top one is The Grinch. And I say The Grinch simply because the one with Jim Carrey. Let me make it clear. Because I can watch that year round and he hates me for it. But I will watch the movie January, February, March. Like that is my all time favorite Christmas movie. And then definitely Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. There you go. There you go. I get it. I get it. Let's let's take it up. Who is the worst at buying Christmas gifts? But on my side, there we have some great Christmas gift givers. God rest Papa Soul. I think Papa was the best because Papa actually gave you what you actually wanted. <laughs> but he had some other ones that were just pretty like I didn't ask anywhere near this, and they would just strive. God bless their heart. Daryl, I'm gonna start with you. The worst at providing Christmas gifts. Who was that person? I'm sorry, you asking out of our families or out of us? Families. <sighs> oh, boy, where do I start? Um, I would have to say, I would have to say my aunt, Gloria, and, and, and I don't want to, like, I don't want this to be like... She's taking L's. Right, because I don't want to... <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say, you know what? You should put a sign up that says the views expressed do not. <laughs> no, but I, I would say her because she's like a procrastinator when it comes to shopping. And so ultimately she'll just wake up and give you money and be like, here, Merry Christmas. So I, in that sense, not saying that she doesn't give good gifts, but when it comes to Christmas shopping and being prepared, I think she wins. And Nisha, who's the worst in the family? Um, for me, I would have to say two of my aunts. Um, my mom has seven sisters. So out of all of them, two of them, my Aunt Kim and my Aunt Penny. And I say that simply because they will ask you what you want and not get what you want and get what they want to give you. And so I'm sitting here like, what was my purpose and telling you, and they'll get you like some chapstick and a pair of socks or something like that. And that's cool. Like, I can use those things, but you know, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Get your get shade. <laughs> you come from a long line of the Perry tradition. Actually, you know what? I'm going to actually give. Those Perry sisters are actually pretty good at giving gifts because they feel like if they get you what you want, you better not come slack on what they want, right? So I'm going to actually say, for the most part, all of them are actually pretty good at giving gifts. But we have a lot of parents, not just the sisters. Who is the worst at actually preparing for Christmas? I'm going to disappoint you. I'm going to say my mother. Really? Auntie Rosie? Bad at giving gifts. She's Especially in her older age. We had to kick her out of the uh, gift. Uh, the, the gift exchange, the family gift exchange, because we had a limit, mm -hmm. a minimum, and she would give you right up to that minimum. So it no was, love, <laughs> no love in the gift. 
There's no love. No love. One time she gave like a gift card, a gas gift card with that limit on it. So yeah, I'm gonna have to say my mom. Oh man. <laughs> Take that else. I didn't see that one coming. Demond, who is the worst on your side at giving gifts? I'm gonna have to say my mom. Um and because and I love my mother to death, but ever That's since I've been adult, wait, ever, hey, I'm sorry, ever since I've been an adult, she just doesn't know what to give me. Like she like she gives me stuff for like a 15-year-old kid. It's like I don't want like basketball posters for my room. I'm 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 a grown man. I got I'm a I have a house. I have kids. I don't want, you know, baseball, you know, decals for my room, you know. So it's like and this was like last year. This wasn't like 10 years ago. This was last year. You know, I've been married 17 years. You know, I like I don't I don't want that. So uh I'm gonna say my mom and and my mother-in-law, they're both horrible gift givers. They just, they just, my mother overgives stuff I don't want. My mother-in-law undergives stuff that I don't want. So I don't know. They're both, they're both just bad. Please don't show yeah. Don't show parents. this. Yeah, don't show this. this. Yeah. No, that's fine. Right. That's already right. right. no, This stuff is public. As you can see with the public comments, you guys are getting cold if they see this. <laughs> I'm trying to think. So, so, so ironically, now, Papa, Bishop Marshall was amazing at giving gifts. But he would be mad. I'm talking about like steaming if you didn't give him exactly what he wanted. He told us one day, he was like, after all out and done for y'all and Freedom Temple, I better get everything on my <laughs> I mean, just like that, verbatim. That was a direct quote. Uh, you know, so, hey, Papa was not the one to come short. If he wrote something on that list, we had to figure it out. Like, I don't know how many KG suits you need, Bishop, but all right. <laughs> you know, but no. He was good. Grandma, obviously, grandma's in the 90s, so she has to not be accounted for because, you know, it is what it is at this point. My, my mom likes, I call, giving prophetic gifts. I don't, I don't know what this is about. Like, she'll give me something like, I was praying, and I heard that you guys in the spirit needed a suitcase. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I wanted to ask for a suitcase. So I think that's her way of trying to get out of giving me what I really want. So I, just, I don't even tell her. She's like, what do you want? I'm like, never mind, mom. Just, just don't worry about it. I'll just buy it. I got the job. I'll just buy it. <laughs> so that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. So look, so um, as the holidays get closer, um, you know, this can be a very stressful time for a lot of people, right? Daryl, you mentioned, you said, you know, unfortunately, you ended up, you know, your mother ended up passing around during that time. Thanksgiving kind of reminds you of that. I think the holidays always brings up some feeling whether you want it to or not, right? Like it just has this, this gravity uh, towards it. Uh, and I'll start with, since uh, 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 the Reverend Elder DeMond Doris is the senior elder on this crew, I'll let him start with it. If you could give a word for holiday encouragement and you got 60 seconds and there's no offering behind it, what no would that word, yeah, no offering, just a regular Kojic, you know, 60 seconds of let it rip, right? <laughs> so what would that word for the holidays, what would that word be? Uh, I guess what I would like to see in the holidays is just is just less focus on gifts, less focus on food, um, less focus on things that really don't matter and really get to loving each other. Uh, it seems like a lot of people uh, have estranged family members. A lot of people have family members that uh, they, they don't talk to, they have issues with. And to me, the the holidays could really be a great time for reconciliation. And uh, I just don't believe that um, the Lord sent that God sent His Son for us to just give gifts, um, eat turkey, eat dressing, uh, put up a tree, 
uh, turn on some lights and, and that's all it is. I, I really think we just need to start loving each other and trying to understand each other, especially our family members. Um, we have a lot of family members that are hurting. We have a lot of people that are out of work, a lot of people that um, are suffering. They don't have everything they need, don't have everything they want. And not that everyone should get everything they want, but they should get some things. And uh, I would just like to see us get back to the basics of what the holidays are really about. And I think it's about love. It's about fellowship. Um, it's about uh, trying to understand each other, seeing each other, spending time with each other um, and not get so caught up on what we're going to get, what we're, who we're going to get it for. Um, you know, did I get what I want? I'm just trying to get away from the material things. The material isn't always gifts. The food starts to become material because, you know, we're judging who cooked this and who cooked what. And just realize that that it's good to just see each other. It's good. to I mean, none of us are promised another year. None of us are. And I don't take it uh, for granted that if I do see this Christmas, that I'm going to see another Christmas with my family. And I, uh, it's, it's a blessing to, to be here and be able to spend the holidays, even in, in the coronavirus time, even, even in a pandemic. It is a blessing to be here. So I would just like to see us get away from some material things and focus more on, on loving each other and appreciating each other for who we are. Well, that's, uh, that, was, that was excellent. Uh, Prophetess Tequila Doris, if you could give a word, if you could speak to those Perry women and gather them all up, (laughs) you could tell tell our side, what would your words of encouragement be? Um, Well, to to piggyback off of what he said, it is all about love. Um, I think I've given up on the material uh, aspect of of the holidays a while ago, I'm fine if I don't get a gift. To me, gifts aren't what it's about. It's about being around each other, being around the people you love. To me, family, uh, after God, family's right there for me. And so to extend love and grace to one another and have compassion, um, to me, that's what it's about. It's not about, I tell my husband, I'll, I'll tell, like I've debated like, oh, should we just forego the material part of Christmas. Oh, my, some of my family was just in an uproar. But to me, that's not what it's about at all. It's like, for me, Christmas and Thanksgiving is about being around the people you love, showing love towards one another, extending um, love, showing you, just being grateful for the time that you have together because it's limited. It's like, we're all, it's, life is but a vapor, right? So why not make the most of it? I, sometimes I make the most of your mess. And, being around the people you love and extending grace and extending love to, towards others. That's what it's about. And helping those that are less fortunate, especially during a time like this. So there's a lot of people suffering and we, we live in excess a lot. So why not extend some of that, uh, some of your blessings to others? Awesome. awesome. Reverend Hamilton, you had to encourage the young preachers of the church of God in Christ. You yourself are a young junior presiding bishop, right? You live, uh, you work closely with the national church. We both come from the general board bishop himself, Bishop Lawrence of Wooten. If you could speak on behalf of AIM <laughs> and, tell, and, tell, and tell this generation, you have now been married, you have seen yourself evolve, you've seen the hand of God in your life. What would you tell this generation? Um, I think that in this holiday season that we should really focus, like he said, on love and also reconciliation. And I say that because, um, like you said, life is nothing but a vapor. Uh, people, it used to be here today, gone tomorrow. 
but now it's here today, gone today, and people are leaving here left and right. Um, love is the greatest commandment that Christ has given us, and we can preach, we can spit, we can holler, we can do whatever we want to, but if we don't show love, you know, all of our preaching, all of our witnessing is in vain. And so I also think that um, that reconciliation and positivity uh, play a part of the holidays. Um, having unforgiveness and being unable to reconcile. Most of the times when we're mad at people in our family and having disagreements, it's over petty stuff, stuff that doesn't even matter. You know, when she said this or she looked at me a different kind of way and he said that I heard he was talking it's, it's petty, minute things that, you know, can really be resolved with a simple, I'm sorry. Uh, and then positivity. Uh, the holiday season, especially this year, uh, we have so much negativity going on in the world, uh, in the political arena, in the social arena, the entertainment arena. Uh, positivity is something that we need to really focus on. Uh, we used to have a preacher at our church who passed away, and he used to tell us that negativity is like a, a penny. It's as powerful as a penny. If I have $1 million and I take a penny away from that $1 million, I no longer have a million dollars. I have $999,999.99. And that's how powerful negativity can be. It can change the whole aspect um, of you know what you're trying to do or what you're trying to accomplish. So love, reconciliation, and positivity is is what I think that we really need to um really need to express during this holiday season. Awesome, love it. First lady Anisha Hamilton. We might as well pass the offering bucket around. Right, right. First lady Anisha Hamilton, <laughs> you had to speak to the young women of AIM. And then, like, you know, newlywed, what do you tell uh these up and coming? Um, uh, first ladies? Um, to be honest, I think I would speak from a subject of you don't have to wait until the holidays. Um, meaning don't wait until Thanksgiving. Don't wait until Christmas, Christmas because as Daryl stated, we don't know if we're going to make it to any of those holidays. So do the work before the end of the year. Um, the reconciliation, the getting together the facing whatever issues you have take the time to do that while you have the time and then once the holidays come you can take that time not to bicker and argue about who didn't put enough sugar in the cooler whatever <laughs> just you know don't wait until the holidays give your love all year year round um people love to stretch out their birthdays a month two months a half a year Stretch out the holidays, stretch out that giving spirit. And that's not always in give giving and give getting just love or doing something that you never done before for a person or giving and things of that nature. Because what if we get to Christmas and there's no presents under the Christmas tree? What do you have to bring to the table for that holiday? Do you have the laughs? Do you have the memories? Do you have even if you don't have food? Um, what else can you bring to the table other than those materialistic things? So I will literally just say, take the time that you have um, to give love and spread it. And then when those holidays do come, there's just more to add to the table. 
Well said, well said. I love it. Look, these are why I invited them here. Look, one more question for each and every one of you that I promise I'd let you go. I like doing fun episodes like this. I don't always like being deep. I got my deep episodes coming up. Trust me, I do. <laughs> but I like just having fun. I like putting good back, you know, into the world. Uh, I'm going to start with you, uh, Nisha, then Daryl, then Shay, then Damon. If you had one gift, the Lord said, I'll give you anything. You can ask me for anything this Christmas, and I'll actually deliver it. What would it be? Anisha, I'll start with you. One gift. Hmm. Um, it would have to be the gift of a house. I wanted to get spiritual and I wow. wanted to get the singing, yeah. but I know you only ask for one, but I don't want to be materialistic. So it's I'm going to give you a materialistic one. And if it had to be a spiritual one, I would definitely say the gift of singing. The gift of singing. I get you. I, if it's materialistic, mine would be here. You know, if it was spiritual, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't really have that request. <laughs> I got to think about that. I got to get more spiritual, I guess. I don't even have that request. Daryl, the Lord said, Reverend, you've been good. You've been on my nice list, not my naughty list. I'm going to actually give you one thing. You can ask me just for one thing, and I'm going to give it to you. What would that gift be? So I guess I have to take after her. Do you want the spiritual or the natural? Because Whatever, natural. If it to be natural, I guess perfect health. Just perfect health, you know. Perfect health. If, if if it was spiritual, I would want God to show me a piece of paper that shows me, hey, you get to go to heaven when you die. <laughs> get them, a guaranteed guard. <laughs> I want that assurance, like, hey, when you get here, admit one. Come on. Admit <laughs> Admit one. I'm going to wait on that gift. Yeah. <laughs> You get one gift. The Lord comes to you and says, hey, look, say you've been amazing. You've held demand doors down for 17 years. I've seen the sacrifice you put in at every Kojic church. I'm going to give you one gift. You only get one. What is that gift? So I don't see, for me, I don't see it necessarily as a spiritual gift, but I'm going to say the gift of singing simply because I'm tired of my family running away every time I have a song down in my spirit. Because you can't sing. That's okay. (laughs) And if God gave me a song in my heart and I want to express it, I feel like you all should sit there and endure it. So I will ask for the gift. No, it makes sense. Look, in the Church of God of Christ, if you can't sing or preach, they treat you like... (laughs) Yeah, just like, damn, you know, like, like, man, God can use me in more than one way, you know, can be vocal about it, but yeah, it's it's a shame. I, I trust me, I prayed. If I could sing, I'd be an R&B singer. I wouldn't even, I'm not already those bars. If I could sing, I'd be doing all types of Silk Rush. <laughs> and he, I think that's why he didn't give it to me, because he knew I'd probably be a mess. Yeah. That's right, okay. you know me. I'd be, I'd, I would be Chris Brown. I really would be. Devon, <laughs> one gift. God one comes gift. to you and says, you've been saving people's lives. I like you, man. I see your workouts. 
your dad of the year. I'm gonna give you one <laughs> gift. What well, would that gift be? My gift isn't materialistic and my gift is not spiritual. What I want this Christmas is for Donald Trump to send out a tweet saying, I lost the election fair and square. That's what I want for Christmas. <laughs> that's you what I want. Conceit, that's all he was. Just humble the election. <laughs> Look, I love it. I want to thank my guests. You guys have been amazing. This has been an episode of the couples edition of the holidays. Next week's episode is Church and the Gym. We're going to deal with why the church has not traditionally embraced exercise. We have some amazing guests. We have none other than Pastor Naaman Williams. We also have the Elder Marie Spears. We have the Bikini Fitness and Power Bodybuilding uh, winner of 2017, Coach Kayla Brock. She will be on the show. I'm so grateful for my guests. And I have also Dr. Jonathan Shepard. We will be tackling this from a mental health aspect as well. Tune in next Monday, 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. I want to thank, like I said, my guests again. I appreciate all you guys. But until next time, thanks.